When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Force Center, the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet, the Bright Tree Village of our Endor Empire. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I like uh, it. I like I it. Mm-hmm. I just want to live in Bright Tree Village. Well, who doesn't? Right? I do. Monsters. Monsters don't want to live in Bright Tree Village, and they shouldn't because they'll be <laughs> murdered. Right. By <laughs> Ewoks. <laughs> uh, we are here, guys. Joseph Scrimshaw, Jennifer Landa. The crew is all here. It is post-celebration. I hope you all had fun. I hope I ate a lot of food. 
That's right. I recorded this one before, so I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm not going to even lie. All right, this is. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've had a great time at Celebration. Wasn't the news amazing that Hayden Christensen is taking over the role of Luke Skywalker from Mark Hamill in Episode Nine? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird fits. choice. It was but... a great choice. Yeah. No, but guys, we do we uh, we uh, we have a busy month ahead, so we definitely want to uh, uh, give you the content you guys are coming to this feed for. And uh, we decided it'd be a great idea today to do what we love doing, which is gathering some of the best questions from you guys out there on Twitter and Facebook and just life. Sending us letters, <laughs> uh, we appreciate it, and so it's uh, it's uh, it's fun because our our fan base here at Force Center, we are very thankful for it because you guys are supportive of what we do. You're supportive of of what we put out as Star Wars broadcasters because there's a lot to choose from, and we feel we have a certain warm blanket to crawl under That's here right. on Force Center, and we we love it, we love it. So uh, this is why we have these questions, and um, guys, I think we should just dive right in because we got a lot. Yes, yeah, let's, let's get into it. Great. Just an explosion of great questions over the last couple of weeks. I didn't even have to put out a special call because we had so many on so many topics. So we go right in to Yuval Azlar. As always, when we do audience questions, I might say your name wrong, but I'll try. I'll put my back into it. <laughs> Yuval Azlar uh, from uh, Facebook asks, question about the rule of two. Did Darth Vader and Darth Sidious follow the rule of two? From what I see in canon, Vader tried to recruit Luke and help him over overthrow Sidious, and with that, breaking the fundamental point in this rule. As for Sidious, what we learn from Empire's End is that he didn't want anyone but himself to rule his empire. Thus, maybe he was breaking the Sith line, too? I would love to hear what you think. And luckily, oh, so many thoughts. Uh, I have plenty of thoughts, but do you guys want to jump in? Jennifer, you're the sweetest person here. (laughs) Uh, I want to start the Sith talk with you. You know, and this is my thing with the Sith. You can't (laughs) trust them. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, they're they're power hungry. They are duplicitous. So, yeah, of course they're going to break their own rule. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, of yeah. course, Darth Vader wants to reach out to his son to overthrow uh, yeah. Sidious. I just I, you can't trust him. So uh, you're not intrigued by by Sith business because you're just like you're evil used car salespeople, right? Yes, like yes. you can't be trusted. No, if they if they yeah exactly whatever they say to you to your face, they're going to do something the opposite behind your back, <laughs> which might involve killing you. Whatever so. they say to your face, they won't do to your back. <laughs> <laughs> that is the other Sith rule besides the rule of two. Yeah, uh, my Ken, do you want to jump in? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Along the lines of what Jennifer's saying, uh, I, I don't think they're following the rule of two, Yuval, but I think in their own way they are. Yes. Uh, the Sith are inherently uh, false and tricksy. Uh, they are um, They are publicly, we're the two of us, we're going to take over the galaxy. I'm going to go find someone better. <laughs> that's how it's set up, and I think that's what the Sith want. Yes. Mm. This is what Bane wants to... You, you should always be trying for more power or a better way, a better plan. It is like, you know, you ever uh, have something go wrong in this world, uh, that working on a project, and someone's like, well, that, that's business. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Sith-like. <laughs> right, totally. You know, you know exactly. that's what it is. It's yeah. like, uh, did you go find another apprentice and they're going to try to kill me? <laughs> it's, it's just business. That's, <laughs> it's just Sith business. That's the way I raised you, son. That's yeah. what yeah. we do around here. Yeah, I, I totally... Uh, um, it's funny. I, I have a gut reaction when I see, like, in the comics or something, where the Emperor was training people behind Vader's back, or yeah. Vader was off doing, his, and, and some I had this weird gut reaction of, well, that's not, well, no, that's actually that's what 
would happen. Yeah. Right. I don't want it to be a general grievous Akbar, but um, <laughs> I, so I think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Lying, cheating, trying to win. Yeah. I think that is straight up in some canon sources like Lords of the Sith. The part of the rule of two is that the apprentice should always be trying to overthrow the master. That is the nature of this incredibly dysfunctional relationship. It's yeah. built in hate and unnatural uh, things. And I think that also that implicit in that is that the master should always be willing to get a better apprentice. Yeah. So I think they do. Ha- I think that is officially a part of the mm-hmm. rule of two. But I think Luke is different. Mm. Okay. I think, you know, this is just mm. crazy analogy soup here. Template breaker. Yep. I think this is like, uh, I think they're like an old married couple. Yep. Where it's agreed upon that we kind of lie to each other. It's agreed upon <laughs> that we step out on each other. And then suddenly there's that person like, well, we're both going to step out on that person. They're both like, whoa, whoa, no, I know that's our unspoken rule that yeah. we're both supposed uh, to step out, but not with that person. Nope, yes, nope, nope, yes. nope. Right. I think Luke is, this is a weird analogy, but I think Luke is that like, oh, no, 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 no. So Sith, it's an open marriage. Exactly. <laughs> the Sith is an open marriage yes. of hate. And Luke is the young barista that both <laughs> should agree not to go for. Okay. Exactly. Right. I got it. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. So right. Uh, yeah, because I think... Uh, I think because he is so powerful and uh-huh. he is connected to prophecy and he is uh, Vader's Anakin's son, yeah. I think it makes it all different. But uh, and, I, and I think that there is maybe this tension that, mm-hmm. well, we have successfully enacted Darth Bane's mm-hmm. plan. Yeah. We have, as the rule of two, taken over the galaxy. We've done weird things with Inquisitors and General Grievous Admiral Akbars in the comic books. Right. We've kind of played around. I think there's also this circling of like, I think that's what would, what's happening when Vader's like, but if he, if he could be turned, he'd be a powerful ally. Mm. That's a blatant breaking of the system. Absolutely. Going behind Palpatine's back and in, in trying to turn Luke, great. Right. But to say, like, you know, maybe it's, uh, I think they're dancing around each other and saying, like, yeah. yeah, you know what, maybe we're done with the rule of two and we'll just have lots of powerful people. So, yeah, let's work together mm. to turn that's Luke. It. And then they're both ready to be like, if Luke had turned yes. on the second Death Star, yeah. would they... I think maybe Sidious and Vader would have then been like, he's mine, but you're on my side, right? right. right? Who do you like better? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you want to spend the weekend with? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Divorced parents. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Jennifer, you agree with that analogy? Luke's kind of the, the breaker of this this uh, this uh, method? Yeah, absolutely. I never really thought of it like that, but he totally mm-hmm. is. And mm-hmm. that, that it is kind of out in the open. I think you're right. When, he, when Vader's behind uh, Palpatine's back or mm-hmm. Sidious's back doing it, well, that's acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. the minute it's out in the open, it's like, oh, wait, okay, we are changing the rules So we're here. changing the rules because, yeah. like, uh-huh. we got control of the galaxy so we can have as many as we want, right? Sure. sure. And they both kind of give each other the thumbs up of, like, yeah, good idea, good idea. Mm-hmm. But I think they're still under the surface. Like, And now we know from Empire's End, like, yeah, yeah. Palpatine truly does want uh, Luke to turn and to kill Vader. Yeah. He wants to keep going. And Anakin, obviously, Vader wants to use Luke to kill the Emperor. So they're up to their normal business, but lying to each other that they're like, yeah, rule of two is done. Yeah. Three's three's fine. That's great. And as as the lore of the Sith has has expanded since Empire and Jedi, I mean, we, you know, the term Sith, I don't think is even 
mention the original trilogy other than promotional material. Bubblegum cards. Right. Bubblegum yeah. cards of the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader. Um, yeah, I think it, it still fits into that. I, th- I I don't think it's it's not like you have to course correct something. It still goes back to that that interplay between these two people that, uh, you know, don't really like each other, but like each other. Yeah. It is like a marriage. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, the single, I'm the single one at the table. I'm the bitter a-hole. Um, but My yeah. wife would probably understand if I tried to get Luke. Uh, Skywalker to join us. Join us. That's a terrible thing. My wife would not understand that. Uh, I thought I was saying a nice thing, and then I found out I was wrong <laughs> as I was speaking. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, that is a great question. That's a great start. one. Well, yeah. Uh, and now this yeah. this question's fun. Uh, this is a gentleman that uh, I met. Uh, he's in a great geek band called Mega Thruster. I met him when I was officiating that wedding a couple weeks back as a Jedi Knight, and he's like, oh, I, "Man, I heard you do Star Wars stuff. I got a question." He's like, "Great, write it into Force Center." <laughs> and my my friends will help me answer. Uh, so this comes from Chris Waffle. He's a really cool guy, great mm-hmm. uh, musician. Uh, he says, I have several serious continuity issues and concerns regarding the new Star Tours. Please discuss. This is so true. Mm. This is so accurate. Yeah. Chris, I'm with you on this. It's a travesty. It's a shit show. It's a mess. <laughs> so someone <laughs> needs to get their act together over wow. at Star Tours Land. Wow. So you are a Disney person. You rode on the old one. You've rode yep. on the new one. Jennifer, yep. are you the same that you have experienced both the old classic Star Tours and the new Star Tours? Yeah. See, I'm an OG, and I actually went. I actually went the, the day that it opened. Way really? Back when. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was. It was pretty sweet, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a lucky day. I, I rode that ride because there was no line. What year was that? 80... It was like 86, yeah, 87. Uh, yeah. And that was when my dad was, was working on the radio. So he had a press badge. So he was like, oh, come, come with me. This is wow. ride, right? So it was all these oh, like lucky. press adult people. And they're like, they wrote it once. They're like, yeah, that's cool. And yeah. I was like the only kid there. So I just kept yeah. riding it right here. Wow. It was dr- the dream. Like, I'll never forget that day. So at the time, I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Um, and it, it made sense, right? It was just like one narrative adventure it didn't hop yeah. around in time, right? Yeah. yeah Pee Wee Herman taking you around the galaxy, man. Okay. Rex. Rex. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a really just silly ride. Um, but now, and I have not been on the new one, but I know... Oh, Jennifer, let me tell you. Yeah. It's amazing, right? It's, no. It's not it's, amazing? It is super fun uh, because it's just immersed yeah. in Star Wars. But I think it's Chris. I think Chris's main issue is it just makes no sense. You can't even pretend. I mean, you've been on it, Joseph. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I got yeah, two yeah, different options. We had options. this conversation offline, but yeah, yeah. what would you get? What, yeah, I can't even remember because they yeah. it, because they're mashed up. Like I can remember, I I, I got to Geonosis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was at the Battle of Endor. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything begins now with the Force Awakens. Yeah, trip on the Falcon. Yeah, and it's run by R two. Yep, in 3PO. R- R2 and 3PO now. Rex this, is now a pile of junk in the line. Yeah. You still find the, the rebel spy like they always do. Yeah, you find the rebel spy. Yeah. And then... Um, oh, uh, I went to Coruscant, too. Coruscant, oh, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you're on Jakku, all the stuff. Here's the biggest problem I have, and I love this person. I'm glad he participated. John Boyega pops up as Finn. What? And to talk to you. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Boyega. And he's got, he put as much into that little clip as he did into Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is Finn doing there when on the same mission Darth Vader tried to find the spy in our Star Tours ship? Yep. You you're yeah, you're all over the map. Make okay. a choice. Oh, yeah. Okay, this this is problematic. If Kylo Ren and it probably wouldn't be Adam Driver, but if Kylo Ren shows up and is like, "There's a spy on this ship. Who is it? Who's this spy? Someone tell me the spy is." Like, I would be okay with that. Yeah, I don't need Vader in this. Right. I did that. I did that for twenty years. Whatever on the old Star Tours ride. But yeah, 
and I'm in the ride, and I wish I was seven, because I would be like, it's Finn and Darth Vader, and exactly. I love all of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But here I am, 40, going, well, that ain't right. Yeah. Right. Looking to the 10-year-olds around me. Well, you guys dang. catch that? <laughs> Did they? Did, were they even no, like, no, they loved it, right? Because they're better humans than me. Well, but I'm telling you, it was enough to, to, I spent the rest of the 40 seconds on that ride going, that, wait, does, that doesn't. I did the same how thing too. Of like, how can Jango? If it was uh, Force Awakens time, what? Why is Jango still flying around Geonosis? That's right, Jango was oh, there. Yeah, Jango was there. That's, That's not right. Problematic. Um, yeah. actually, Jango. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. Uh, I, I don't think there's usually. Uh, people like us who stand up and scream that, that, that does not work in any version of the timeline uh, so what do, what do we tell uh, Chris to get him there's a little bit of Star Wars counseling but uh, is there any way to approach this that makes it acceptable yeah, yeah um, there's these things called flasks and, uh, <laughs> Disney security is tight uh, I think you can make it work no look obviously have fun, enjoy the ride, uh, approach it with the naivete of a child, and you'll yep. find great joy in life, I believe. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think some point, if they add things in, I'm sure they will at some point, Jin's going to show up or something like that. Just yeah. if one of your adventures is, if you get on it and it's like, it's original trilogy, great. If, then the next time you ride it, it's Force Awakens. Oh, that's cool. I'll be fine with that. Great, oh. but it's the mashing up of the timelines. It's, it's right. egregious. Yeah. It's egregious, sir. <laughs> well, they've uh, tried. I mean, because I think in the original one, Leland Chi tried to say, well, actually, uh-huh. it took place uh, four years after the sure. Battle of Yavin. Okay. okay. Sure. So that was the first one. And then mm. I think that George Lucas came in later on and, like, retooled it and said, okay, it's actually going to be between uh, episode three and episode four. Right. But now... I don't know. It's, no, it's, I have no it, idea. It spans so 40 years. <laughs> yeah. It's the 40 years of Star Wars. Yeah, at least. <laughs> it's a celebration. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Oh, it's a celebration. But I mean, think about it. If you're like six or seven, you want to see your favorite guys. Exactly. You want to see Finn. You want to see. I, you're oh, not wrong. In the Falcon flipping around, flying, that, that was mm-hmm. one of the most thrilling parts. And it's awesome that everybody gets that. Mm-hmm. Right. You get the newest, the freshest, mm-hmm. the most exciting. So that's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, the best yeah. that I can come up with for how to accept it is mm-hmm. just to believe that R2 is lying. <laughs> that R2 is giving this information to 3PO. Yeah. He's putting things on the screen yeah. that are not what you're actually seeing outside. Okay. Because huh. this is all stuff that R2 has been aware of sure. in his databanks. Maybe oh, not always yeah. physically there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, R2 is known to lie. And I think he's lying to us so we get the best entertainment value. Okay. I'll accept that. Chris, I hope you accept that, too. Oh, man. Uh, Jennifer, you have notes? Do you have any other thoughts about the Star Tours? No, I just had a fun fact. I mean, oh, go I'm for sure, it. Well, I'm sure that people know. Like, the original uh, ride, George Lucas and ILM actually created the film that was projected. Oh. Yeah, inside the simulator. So he really had a huge part yeah. of the ride back in the day. I don't know about now. I don't think so, from I'm, what it sounds probably like. Not, but no. Yeah, that's one of the things I remember was like, Lucas did this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Lucas did this. Like, it's Magical for real. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks for taking us on that fun ride outside of some of the stuff we normally talk about into the depths of the Star Tours right there in Disneyland. Next question comes from Patrick Barman, at P underscore Barman on the Twitter machine. And he asks, who would be your dream director, living or dead, who hasn't done Star Wars to do a movie, episode, or spinoff. Hmm. Jennifer, you got notes? You got lists? I th- I have someone that I would love. Oh, excellent. 
Sophia Coppola. And ah. what I want is a young, coming-of-age Leia story. Wow. I want to see her struggling with, you know, the whole notion and etiquette of being a princess, what is expected of her, how she's trying to, you know, to become a leader, the expectations. Maybe we even see a little glimpses of, like, her Force-sensitive powers, her relationship with her father, Bale. Oh, I would love that. It would be beautiful, too, the costumes. Oh, my you, gosh. You throw in some kind of enemy, and you got to go picture, kid. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Okay, great. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I like that a lot. And Sofia Coppola got, you know, has the episode one tie-in, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Handmaiden. Oh, there so. you go. Ah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, like that. I think she's set to go. Uh, how about you? Um, you know what? I was kind of... Uh, you know, because I'm a film pundit on movie talk, blah, blah, blah. I was going to try to come up with a list of uh, wonderful directors, men and women, <laughs> to direct this film. No, nah, no. Nah. I want John Milius in his prime. Oh, wow. To direct just a commando-like, over-testosteroned, <laughs> fist-pumping, um, guns a blazing Star Wars war picture. Yeah. Uh, oh. Like we saw Rogue One and what could happen. And, 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 you know... I think Rogue One was one of the best war pictures in recent times in terms of the action on screen and just what it, it, it you felt like you were in this war. Um, Milius, who actually, you know, is going to help, help write uh, the, the crawl for New Hope. Um, if you've ever seen the documentary on Milius, he is an interesting character, to say yeah. the least. Um, but yeah, go because, go, you know, Spielberg and all those guys at the time, but Milius would have. You know, might not have been a Star Wars picture. Yeah. No Jedi needed. Just big <laughs> guns and tanks. And Arnie in a cloak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something kind of crazy. Oh, that sounds awesome. Mm. Uh, you? Yeah, I, I would love just a straight up Joss Whedon. I think that's the most realistic that might still happen. Uh, I, I think he's a, hmm. a, a great director who really cares about everything he does and learns everything. So, you know, we've been yeah. talking about like, uh, you know, what's the value of creators knowing everything? Joss yeah. Whedon would make sure he knows everything. So I'd be excited about that. Uh, you know, dead Wes Craven would have made a great Star Wars horror movie. Mm. Yeah. Just such mm-hmm. great uh, tension. Uh, I think Billy Wilder would have mm-hmm. made a really great, like, dark romantic comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow. Lonely Sweeping, Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. I, I'm a huge uh, David Lynch fan. Mm. Obviously, he almost directed Return of the Jedi, which would have been... <sighs> Insanity that wouldn't have happened. Like he it just yeah. wouldn't. Have. He would have started, and it would that would have been one of the stories of Star Wars yeah. that George Lucas pulled him off. I don't know if you guys have ever heard the interview where mm. somebody it's an a, you get to actually hear it where mm. uh, David Lynch does an impression of Lucas? George Lucas. Oh wow! Because no. like Ooh. Lynch is the no. actual truly art house. Yes, and Lynch does his impression of was like he took me to his basement. And he showed me all of his creatures, <laughs> and I, d- I don't even know the names of the things. They had fur, and he asked me if I wanted to do that, and after showing me the creatures, and I said no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very funny. But, I mean, Lynch, the only, this yeah. is my idea for Lynch of if it was entirely set in, like, the Dagobah tree, like the dark side tree. Mm. It was in, oh, if it yeah. was nothing okay. but a two-hour horrible dreamscape. Yeah. Ooh. Of like a Jedi or Force user going through trials, so yeah. it could just be Lynch doing his crazy dream stuff. That'd be interesting. That would be beautiful. I yeah, I, yeah. Guess, I could right. see uh, see uh, Guillermo del Toro as well, which oh, I know that yeah. had come up. 
Um, yeah. It come up, uh, and there was an interview he just recently did with, with, with the Collider folks, and he, he said, yeah, you know, I had a, yeah, I had a meeting yeah. with Kathleen mm-hmm. Kennedy of a lot of things. Star Wars one of them, and it, people ran with it. But, yeah, uh, you know. As they do. What he's been able to do with, like, Pan's Labyrinth and kind of this mystical, magical side, and then Pacific Rim, the big side, like, that. that's, that's kind of a marriage Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can definitely see yeah. that. Maybe maybe that, that. Uh, that Jabba, you know. Gangster film we keep talking about. Oh, yeah. I think you'd be great with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think out of all of our movie ideas, uh, Jennifer's is the one that actually has any hope of happening. (laughs) Oh, wow. My first movie getting made. Yeah. That's good. It's good. And and it's a side note, too, before, you know, we want that Obi-Wan in the desert thing, but there's. There's a, a lot of story to be told of Leia growing up. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot I think there. So. A lot. Yeah. She didn't just pop out like a, I'm a senator now. Yeah. 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 And there's a right. huge tension in Alderaan that it is the peaceful planet that mm-hmm. doesn't have weapons, but it's also the planet that's like, sorry, everybody, we have to fight. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's an interesting story to grow up in that atmosphere of like, mm. we believe in peace, but uh, you're like 14 and we're going to train you to kill. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you could right. take uh, the, what's the young uh, from Stranger Things? Millie, Bobby Brown? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, yeah. Who's oh. campaign openly campaigned? Was like, I want to play fine. Leia. Yeah, oh, and she should. Yeah, makes perfect oh, sense. Who do I got to call? Go happen. picture. That. Let's, Jennifer. You should write a treatment up. Let's get <laughs> <Yeah>. this going. <laughs> Let's get it going. Boy, uh, this is a great question, Patrick. Thank you. Uh, another friend of the show, Joey Beans at Joey Beans eighty one. He asked, "Do you think?" We will ever see a Muppets Star Wars movie. This can help bring back the Muppets. Ken, what do you think? Look, Joey, first of all, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that you're sitting on your couch right now in your sweatpants. You took a day off from work just to relax. You're leaving your wife to do all the chores. You're, that's disgusting me. Joey, what are you doing? All right, get up off the couch. Get back into life. You hear me, Joey? <laughs> But this is a great question. Um, <laughs> now, to be clear, Ken has a long-standing relationship uh, with Joey, correct? Goes back quite a way. Yeah, because okay. unless you specifically request it, we will not berate you <laughs> when you send in a question. Joey knows I love him. Um, yeah, a Star Wars Muppet movie would be interesting to me uh, because Pigs in Space yep. was canon to me at one point in my brain. <laughs> I knew it wasn't Star Wars, but Mark Hamill... And uh, C-3PO and R2, I believe, showed up on The Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Muppet Show was a big part of my childhood. Yes. Muppet mm-hmm. Babies, oh. very much connected to Star Wars parody. Absolutely. Um, I could get, I could, I could do this. Muppet Babies, man. Yeah, I, I could get behind this. <laughs> the Muppets, the world needs Muppets always. Yep. It's an important thing. Uh, that show did kind of fail. There was some behind-the-scenes drama. I was, I was all on board to support it. So if, if Muppet Star Wars needs to happen... Gonzo needs to be Darth Vader again. I'm all for it. That's right. Yeah, I did a live episode of with the Star Wars Minute guys about that uh, mm. that uh, classic Muppets episode with That's Mark great. Hamill, and it's oh man, it's yeah. tons of crazy stuff in there. It's yeah. crazy, crazy time. But yeah, I mean, uh, Disney Muppets is one of the only huge Disney pur- purchases that's not paying off for them right now. Right. So yeah. why wouldn't I? I think that it'd be likely to have like a television special. Mm-hmm. Like that would be amazing, along the lines of that great Lego Show Freemaker Adventures, Ooh. which got uh, the green light for the second season. So yeah. coming back. So there is room in current Disney canon, or for not canon, or current yeah. Disney Star Wars for stuff Side that's like canon. Yeah, it's it's just fun. It fits in. Like yeah. all the characters are. It's not like the damn Star Tours rides. Yeah, nobody's gonna not be in the timeline where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> so it respects canon up to a point. Thank you. Yes, yeah. thank you, Freemaker Adventures. So I could see something like that with just a mm-hmm. one-off mm-hmm. Muppet 
adventure. Sure. Where they, the, the Muppet planet joins the rebellion. That, there we go. There That's my go. pitch. Oh, there you go. They I come to the planet that. of the Muppets. Yeah. 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 Jennifer. I want to believe it's going to happen. I'm telling you, my my daughter, toddlers would eat that up. I will mm-hmm. also say this, that Sesame Street did yeah. a parody of a Star Wars parody, and my, my daughter mm-hmm. loves it. It's called Star S'mores, starring Cookie Monster Ooh. as Flan Solo. I'm listening. <laughs> and he actually learns about self-control. The whole little short is about learning self-control because his co-pilot is Chewie the Cookie, and he wants to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good, you guys. It's hilarious. It's one of the recent ones. It's a recent it's answer, a recent, right? It's a recent. Yeah, yeah I it's believe like it. Within the past like, couple years or something and it's it's plays for both kids and adults mm-hmm. um the the leia has oreo cookies for her buns it's genius so mm-hmm. I, they are kind of dabbling in the water <laughs> go ahead one of the best <laughs> game of thrones parodies in recent years was on the sesame on sesame street oh yeah, oh, yeah. the game of musical chairs i believe it was it's the best so good it's one of the best parodies of game of thrones it's amazing yeah when they got when sesame street moved to hbo everybody's like they should do a game of thrones like yes they did it's amazing yeah 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 uh so did did cookie monster literally eat her buns then off her head <laughs> no he didn't he learned self-control he was like oh i want to have the, the cookies <laughs> and they're like no cookie monster no That's amazing <laughs> the way that he looks at his That's poor amazing. co-pilot oh my goodness uh, so i was googling everywhere yeah exactly uh, it's great uh, it's great yeah I don't know if we'll see it in theaters. No, but I, think, I don't yeah, think so. No. The Muppets need a shot of energy, and yeah. where better to get that from so. than the Muppets? Yeah. Mm. Excellent. Animal with lightsabers. That will end oh. well. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Next question is from Ron Watson at Ron Watson Real on Twitter. Ron asks, during the fight with Palpatine, does Mace give in to the dark side? Mm. He goes from Senate will decide your fate to too dangerous to live. Is there some dark side in there? Hmm. Mm. I, I love Mace. You know, I love Mace. And, and Mace knew a lot of this was coming so maybe he was just frustrated like i knew i was right i knew i was right i right. told you guys yeah. all along i think i think he dabbled i think it i think it he lost his cool a little bit but also i think the jedi would believe that you know sometimes you have to that that do the right thing sometimes means a a a, a, a darker concept that might be not what you normally would do in this particular yeah. situation i I don't think he went full dark side. No, mm. not at all. He danced with the devil by the pale moonlight just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he was justified. I think so, too. Yeah. I think uh, I think he followed the standard Jedi code that we've talked about, which is warning, then a limb, then your head. Right. Uh, and I think he went through all the... He, right. <laughs> he warned the horrible Darth Sidious, who had manipulated the galaxy for years. And then he did watch him slaughter the other three Jedi mm-hmm. who were there with him. Sase Ten, Kit Fitzo, Agent Kohler, takes mm-hmm. him out. Uh, I would say that maybe, what you were saying, Ken, about not full dark side, maybe a little bit of fear. Just a little bit of fear. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think maybe mm-hmm. he cracked the door open to the dark side, as we know fear is the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, Mace Windu had a reason to be like, He's, he just took out three Jedi Masters in, like, a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. He, he is too dangerous to live. Was a, a legitimate yeah. thing for the Jedi to do, but showed a little bit of fear. Mm. Information changed. Yeah. 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 Jennifer, what do you think? That's a good point. That's, that's kind of a way in is through fear, because I don't think that he... It's not hate. He believes he's doing the right thing. Yeah. This needs to happen for, for the good of our people. So I... Yeah, when I, I I never thought he dabbled in the dark side, but maybe that's just because I believe the Jedi are the good guys, and you know, <laughs> even if they do kind of questionable things sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But he was standing on the right side of of history. How yeah. would you have felt if that played out entirely different? Uh, Anakin shows up and uh, says, "No, no, no, I, I need him." And, and Palpatine's like, "No, no, no, I will go along quietly." Mm. And Palpatine like totally gets up. He lets even lets uh, uh, Mace Windu put binders on him, mm. and then as they're walking out, Mace just cuts his head off. Now that, that's a problematic. Yeah. Okay, that's too far? Mm. Yes, that's too far. Too far. Mm. E- even though, yeah, it's probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, mm. I think that that, that, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was, that was their intention. Yeah. Right. You're under arrest. Seventh Street. Um, <laughs> I am the seventh. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there was the intention. So, yeah, I could see then then it becomes Anakin at the beginning with Dooku. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's definitely part of— I mean, of, that's the mirror, right? That's the mirror that, mm. that definitely is uh, is is there. And, and hey, it's almost, Joseph, like the prequels have some deeper level <laughs> stuff sometimes. It really is. Um, almost like it. Almost but, like, like it. I think it's a great question from you, Ron, because mm. it is it is a, a moment of anger and passion and all those kind of things. And it's and it's a moving— it's a moving situation, and then the information has changed, and, and if, if, if Palpatine had said, oh, oh, okay, I'll go with you, then you that was their intention. That's what they would have done. Yeah. Mace would not have done. The information hadn't changed. But in that moment, like I said, if the window's out, if he knocks the window out, and Mace is, and then uh, an unlimited, nah, you never mind. I'm going with this. <laughs> like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's a great, from a certain point of view, development. Yeah. Uh, it's yes. great that both uh, Palpatine and uh, Mace Windu say that. So you can see a little bit more of Anakin's mm-hmm. conflict there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does... Do it. Yeah. Um, all right. So next question is from Chris Logel, Logel or Logel. Chris Logel. Mm-hmm. At Chris underscore, correct way to say that last name. Who knows about Order 66 after it happens? How is it commonly understood in the wider galaxy? Hmm. Now, we there is just a little bit of canon mm-hmm. uh, to help with that, that it is propaganda. Right. Against the Jedi, right. that is, as you said, mm-hmm. as you quoted Palpatine so, so well, mm-hmm. it's treason. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's basically what's what's told to everybody yeah. is the Jedi started this, uh-huh. and the clone troopers finished it. So I think yeah. that's what the galaxy is given to understand. I think that amount is in canon. That that's the propaganda given to the galaxy. Right. But I think there's plenty to to discuss. Like, well, do people accept the propaganda? Are there people who do know about Order 66 and keep it quiet, suspect it? What do you guys think? Hmm. I think that there are going to be people who believe it, but -hmm. there might be some people trying to help the Jedi before they are completely Mm -hmm. extinct. I mean, because everyone went into hiding at at that, right? Yeah. um, But I do think, you know, propaganda is a a powerful thing and can definitely sway the majority of people. Yeah, I think this is I'm kind of giving an in-story answer. Um but I also I, I look to Game of Thrones where the North remembers. Um, <laughs> you know, where yep, bad things happened, Stark families hurt, but we got some rulers above us that we don't really like, but it's not uh, not the time mm. for us to you know, we're just going to remember, figure this out and see what's happening. I think it's so early on in the story mm-hmm. that Suddenly, your beloved Supreme Chancellor is like, "Guess what? They, they tried to they tried to kill me." Yeah, you Look all, at my face. You all see that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moss made is there. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Sly Moore just stares quietly. Um, that I think uh, it might have been like this is how this is how the galaxy in my mind accepted it. Uh, okay, that seems weird, but all right. I trust this politician. He has a nice robe. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and the war is over. And the war's over. Yeah. Yeah. There's a new peace and prosperity going across the galaxy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You know, those Jedi's were... Yeah, that one used to go down to the diner. (laughs) I didn't really like his attitude. Yeah. Mm. Dex liked him, but I didn't like him. (laughs) 
Oh, he's cutting limbs off and yelling about yeah, business. So I think, yeah, it's all about the propaganda. And I'm sure, um, you know, you can go find some research on what literally happened. And maybe we'll get more information that yeah. comes out in stories again. Again, Joseph, it's almost like the prequel era has interesting <laughs> things. It is. To exactly go into it. Like um, that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think the prop. I mean, we're, we're seeing, uh, you know, Jetta, you know. It's going to be a mining accident. Everyone will buy it. (laughs) The power of the dark side. Mm. Lying about mining accidents. Yeah, yeah, I I thought this was a great question, Chris, because what it also made me think of is there's always these questions of, well, how quickly can the whole galaxy forget Jedi? Mm -hmm. That there were these super-powered guardians of truth and justice. And the propaganda of Order 66, to me, helps sell the idea of quickly, quickly turning them into myth. Mm. Yes. Like, if you personally haven't seen yeah. them in action, levitating, <laughs> and with their lightsabers leading clone troopers, that maybe if you're told, like, yeah, it's just a bunch of, they're supposed to be so powerful, but mm-hmm. just a bunch of troopers just shot them with their blasters like normal. Mm-hmm. Like, we were told that Jedi couldn't be killed, right. they're so powerful. Mm-hmm. And they just got shot by just random troopers maybe it was all a lie maybe it was all bs the whole time right that they were so special yeah mm-hmm. i find i find the the erasing of the jedi from history is so interesting it's a it's a problem created by george himself <laughs> yeah uh inadvertently because uh you know a long time ago 19 years ago uh yeah, that's tough but so you have to kind of figure out how it would work and i think that's that's one way rogue one when you're on jedi and the force is still there. Yeah. The force is still there, but it almost is like there you you don't want to talk about it because of what the Empire has done. So that kind of helps keep it all hushed too. You know, yeah. if it's only these crazy dudes. Right. Are, you know, this blind dude and this other dude are talking about the force. Like, eh, those dudes. And the, the conversation has drifted away from Jedi, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they start to ostracize them or ostracize yeah. people who are like, they start to sound like weird religious zealots. Mm-hmm. And be like, mm-hmm. no, they can move mm-hmm. things with their minds. <laughs> like, right. Great. Have another drink. Right. 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 Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great I think that's question. a great question. Great stuff, Chris. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think they don't, I think people might know that the clone troopers help take out the Jedi, but I don't think they know about Anakin. And like, I think we forget about that part of Order 66 of it yeah. wouldn't have been as successful if one of the most powerful yeah. Jedi ever hadn't been in the temple knowing the layout of the temple and going through and slaughtering right. so many Jedi right then. Mm. Yeah. And again, I just saw another note, and again, doing the studying that I've been doing recently on some Star Wars trivia. Um, um, you have to constantly be reminded not a lot of people knew who Darth Vader was. Nope. Right. They or, just didn't. Or don't want to ask. Don't want, yeah. And the ones that did, don't want to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Critic. Um, yeah, so a lot of that, again, <laughs> in, in story, we're seeing these characters that you know, but other people are like, yeah, there used to be a guy called Anakin. Now there's some other dude. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I got to fly this TIE fighter. <laughs> I got business to do. Yeah, I got money to make. Yeah. And this is the kind of stuff that gets fleshed out really well, I think, in, in the books and the comics. So absolutely. if uh, you're a listener who's not checking out the books and the comics and you like these kind of thoughts, some great stuff in the books. A uh, couple more questions. Next one from Jonas Berggren, who asks, in the dining meeting room on Cloud City, 
Did they actually eat? Such a great <laughs> classic question that we have not talked about on this here podcast. And if so, Jonas continues, did Vader just sit there because he can't eat with the helmet on? Most awkward dinner ever. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, have you? Has this caused you sleepless nights? Have you thought about the uh, the dinner at Cloud City? Oh, I totally have. <laughs> I thought about what an awkward dinner it would be, and you know, in in Lee Brackett's original s- script. The, it was exactly what I imagined. So, according to her script, Vader doesn't doesn't eat or drink. Lando eats everything. <gasps> that was going to be my joke answer. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Chewie, Han, and Leia don't eat because they've lost their appetite. But Han <laughs> does drink all the wine. <laughs> and, they, and so then, like Leia, you know, is basically like writing Vader, saying, "Well, why aren't you eating anything, whatever?" And he's like, "I've had to forgo those simple pleasures." So wow, yeah, right. It was kind of exactly how I had played it out in my mind. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing to think that, like, if we had just seen that oh, in the movie, we would have just accepted it. Oh, and totally. now it's mind blowing to us. Of like, yeah, yeah. Vader doesn't discuss his eating habits. Like, yeah. well, he coulda, right. and we would all bend down for it. I would have loved that scene. Oh, the clinking yeah. of the silverware, clink, you know, clink, just clink. like the, awkward. Yeah, awkward. I just, I have grown up, oh, and this is funny. This is one of those first questions you ask on the in high school yeah. lunches. Uh, you guys think that it's kind of funny? You like, join us and. I, I don't I don't think any eating went on. <laughs> I think that door closed. <laughs> Boba Fett came out. Han was taken off to be tortured. Yeah. And uh, the end of Empire, Chewie, Leia, and Lando are really hungry. <laughs> really hungry. <laughs> really, really hungry. I think yeah. at some po- point, Lobot walks by and the room's empty and he like takes like a grape off. <laughs> You know, I think that is a, no yeah. one is watching. Yeah. No one is watching. You know what? Lobot has that great uh, direction move. I think yeah. it's like with yes. two fingers at one point where he directs some yep. guards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that there is an awkward moment. I think uh, Lando does sit down. Yeah. And then he realizes, like, no, this is just for show. This is just for torture. <laughs> like he's to just, this is just to hurt Leia and Han and demoralize them. And then I think he sits down to eat, and I think Lobot walks in, and he you know does some buttons on his little <laughs> wristwatch, and then he does that great two-finger uh, point. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody just comes in. The yeah. Bespin staff just comes in, so it's clearing plates. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and Lando, it's off to the torture room. Lando kind of, like, the blaster goes off, and the door closes. Lando sits down. All right, what? Oh, we're not going to eat? Oh, we're, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. This deal's getting worse all the time. Uh, I didn't even get my dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like Boba, Boba Fett comes around, maybe grabs a turkey leg. Oh, for sure. Maybe. For later. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Love it. Love, Love it, Jonas. I'm very hungry. All right. Uh, our final question is another fun one, because we like the fun ones. We like the serious deep ones, and we like the fun weird ones. This is one from Craig Johnson. What is your strangest Star Wars collectible? Mine are Episode Three Virgin Airlines Air Sickness Bags Smiley Face. Thanks, Craig. This is a great question, and the smiley face made it all the better. So <laughs> I love that they even had that. I'm trying. I have a lot of Star Wars stuff, but I love everything I have, so I don't consider it, you know, strange. Mm. I think, yeah, this is one of the strangest things I've heard of. I, I think yeah. that we, ha- as fans, have crossed what I uh, think of as the Tauntaun sleeping bag event horizon, mm. where you You're know, very right. Think geek can't make April Fool's jokes because we're like, yeah, we, we want that. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're right. That's yeah. a scientific tipping point in nerddom. <laughs> yeah. Good point. And for those who maybe don't know, that was a joke. 
Yeah. Yeah. That sleeping bag was like a ha ha. Oh shit, we sold out. Yeah. yeah. We don't even have it to sell. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think in later years they're like, we'll float actual product ideas yeah. for April Fool, and if you like them, great. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get them. Genius. For real. I mean, I have some some Japanese based stuff. Um, that's that's <laughs> as one would imagine is a little different and off yeah. kilter and cool, and and I have like Star Wars nail files. Oh, that have little faces on it that are that are, and it's like I think it's official. Some of the stuff has Disney on it, but I don't know yeah. if this one is. But it's like it's kind of three PO, you know. It's yeah. not like Ralph McQuarrie three PO. It's like oh, that's a rounder version of three PO. But I have nail files and and kind of weird things like that. I don't know, mm. Jennifer. Yeah, I have some. I guess I do have some weird stuff. I have my inflatable Jar Jar chair. Nice that I got for like three dollars, which was amazing. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, oh. it's you sit in it. It's like he's oh. kind of hugging you. Um, mm. I. Have, Seems normal. Mm, yeah, it's too normal. No, 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 no. Um, no. I have a, a what is it? Jabba's palace um, nesting dolls. Okay. So it's oh. Jabba's the main nesting doll, and then you fit you know size noodles and Max Rebo. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, Goring Guard inside of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bunch of micro machines. I have a Bib Fortuna mm. micro machine, which is just it's oh. weird looking. Uh, it's weird looking. I oh, have, yeah. There's just yeah. like the face, and yeah, then you yeah. open up his head. Oh, oh yeah. Right. A lot yeah. of the yeah. Mattel cars right now are a yes. little weird. Like, yeah, like the Leia one that's all white but has mm-hmm. buns. So, like, what is this car? Oh. How did she transform? This is terrible. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I do I do know one thing. I, I think I've talked about it on the show before. I've, yeah, offline, I'm sure I've talked to you guys. It was the, the gift mod Garrett got me for my birthday a couple years oh, ago. Oh, yes. So it is a, it is a Playboy parody. Uh, set on Star Wars, and it's a it's a parody for legal reasons. And it is, yeah, it is it is full nude. It is it is. If you've ever wanted to see what a hot female Gamorrean guard looks like naked, this That's magazine right. will have it. And I have looked. Yeah, Me and too. can confirm. And and to yeah. be and to be clear, it's it's, it's done tastefully. I'll say. Yeah. Um, um, it's funny, and there's interviews, and it's and it's a full on magazine. I don't know if there's ever more of it. And and Maud Garrett's friend in Australia uh, was behind it, and she gave me a copy for my birthday. That's one of the stranger ones. Yeah, that's weird. Because when you look at the Twilight one, you're like, well, that works. And then you flip the page, and it's the Gamorrean Guard one. And you're like, ah, that doesn't work. So Isn't much. there a Tuscan Raider? There's a tu- there's like I yeah. think there's an Akbar for sure. There's all that. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Akbar yeah. among calamari. Um, that one's one of the strangest ones. And on that note. I, I don't know if these exist. I, I always make the joke, but I don't know why. Some lightsaber condoms. I don't understand. It's totally understand. That is not an option. That really should be. Yeah. If someone out there knows they exist, please let us know. That and makes I'll, sense. Yeah. I'll give you an address. And flavored, so we know the different <laughs> flavor of different kyber crystals. It's the bluest we've gone on Force Center, and I love it. <laughs> the bluest lightsaber. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that it's getting so normal to kind of plaster uh, Star Wars on anything yeah, right. except for yeah. adult. That it, yeah. it's hard. Oh, yeah. I, somebody gave me the Jar Jar Pez dispenser, which comes up a lot. Uh, yeah. That was for Phantom Menace, where he rotated and is yeah. like a whole place and rotated in his uh, tongue. Uh, we had the dancing Jar Jar screen junkies. Oh, yeah. Tracked down from Ooh, eBay. Yeah. Wow, that's you know, good. Yeah. Um, I'm it, looking it at. It was the, not. It was, yeah, <laughs> disturbing. Uh, I got this Obi Wan figure that's a little bit weird because I haven't taken him out of his package. Oh, yeah. He's cool because he comes with a old Burger King style cup for Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Mm-hmm. But then the action figure. You clearly are able to do different things with his hands because he has two little hands that mm. are holding a lightsaber, but they're not attached to his body. And then he's posed with his arms as though he's holding a lightsaber, but there's nothing in them. Oh, so yeah. I really should take him out of the package because he looks pretty dopey. <laughs> it's a good setup. And it comes with a pint glass 
proving Obi-Wan likes to drink. Exactly. Mm. The final thing I want to say about this one is I do think that this is such a great example of the uh, Episode 3 Virgin Airlines air sickness bags. I like the products that accidentally say something that they're not. Like, Episode mm. 3, it's so bad you're going to have to vomit. <laughs> And I, I I went to Target a little while back, and I saw these. Uh, I posted about it on Twitter. Kylo Ren soup, which, like, yeah, of course, you're going to plaster Kylo Ren and everything. But then it says healthy yeah. kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kylo yeah. Oh, murdered his father. Uh, and I did a little, uh, not a good example. Did a little thing on my anchor channel about it. of like, give me your weird Star Wars products. And somebody called in with a truly great one. So I wanted to close out yeah. with his great. He's like, what's the craziest thing that you could imagine? And he wanted a Duraflame log that yeah. started the fire. That was built and shaped uh, like Anakin on the bank of Mustafar, <laughs> so that you started the fire on his severed limbs. And you light, <laughs> you light the fire, and you hear like, no! "I want that. I have the higher ground. <laughs> I hate you. You're the chosen one." Yep, exactly. And then your holidays begin yeah. with Anakin burning in the fire. I, I can't remember who called in, but that was very funny. Uh, so I shared it right there on my channel. That's, That's great. Awesome. Those are all our questions. Those are great questions. Thank you guys so much uh, for always submitting your questions and for giving us such a great range of kinds of questions. Absolutely. And you can find us on Twitter at Force Center Pod and use the hashtag Force Center to talk to us and add uh, to these conversations and submit questions. We're also on the Facebook page. We're trying to get up to 2,000 likes, uh, excuse me, 2,000 followers on Twitter and 1,000 likes on Facebook. Uh, please join us in that quest to reach our goals. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's fun to reach goals. Yeah. You need goals in life. Validation. And we are, we've been up in the top 200 on TV and film and iTunes, which makes, makes us feel like moving to L.A. was a good thing 19 years ago. Right, Joseph? Absolutely. We are the Senate. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I wanted to say it. Yeah. So uh, uh, you guys have been helping us that by uh, uh, listening and downloading, but also uh, the rate, rating and review, as you hear us say often. Please, if you haven't already, we'd love you to go on over to uh, iTunes and subscribe, if you haven't, and rate and review the channel. Now we, uh, as we broadcast, now we have we have kind of an announcement. Some yeah. big stuff coming on May the fourth, which is Star Wars Day. That's right. We are yeah. going to do a special episode that will release on Thursday, May fourth. But something else will be released that day. Yeah, and that is we are going to. Do you want to say it, Ken? Do you um, want me to say it? Do you want uh, in unison? Yeah. Should we all say it together? Yeah, sure. We are. are Gonna launch a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> that worked. No, we are. Uh, we have finally uh, got around and decided, uh, committed fully to the idea of launching the uh, Force Center Patreon page to uh, help us and help you uh, grow this channel. We have been uh, doing this for now. Well, since prior to Force Awakens, yeah, which so. uh, time flies, is almost two years ago. Force Center came out of uh, uh, Jedi Alliance and, a, and, a, and a, an alliance of podcasters and Star Wars personalities that uh, we three are, and it's continued to grow. But uh, we feel it's time to to go even farther, and we want you guys to join us on that adventure. So more information will be coming out, but on that Thursday, May 4th, it will go live on Patreon.com, uh, the Force Center Patreon page. Yep, and there'll be a lot more information about... Uh, uh, what the goals are that we're trying to reach and what mm-hmm. the perks are. We'll have some fun stuff, but mostly we just mm-hmm. really want to be able to keep making as many episodes of the Force Center podcast feed as we possibly can and getting a little money to keep that rolling. Yeah. Really, really 
helps a lot. So. Really does help, and we haven't. We have. We're working on the rewards still. We got a lot of ideas. Got some ideas, yeah. I'm. I'm not suggesting that Wookie Teenies should be a reward, Jennifer. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. No, yeah. but this this was going to be fun. Uh, Jennifer, you are a part of this team as well. So so it's uh, this is big, right? Yeah. I'm you excited? So excited? Nervous? Yeah, I am a little nervous. Gosh, it's a big. It's our big Star Wars Day event. Yeah, looking forward to it. Absolutely. So uh, that is. Uh, look forward to that. But you, again, more information. So uh, like that Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, and you will uh, you will not miss that information. Thursday, May the fourth, Star Wars Day is going to be big in the Force Center world. So that is it for now. We appreciate your questions. Joseph, you have a lot of things going on as always in your own career outside of Star Wars. It's hard to think that you talk <laughs> about things other than Star Wars, but you do. I usually end up talking about Star Wars even when I'm talking about other things. It's just the way it is. Uh, but yeah, I got uh, comedy shows coming up. I'll be at a couple different conventions this summer. Uh, you can go to my website, josephscrimshot.com to find out about all of those in particular. I've got a live episode of my podcast Obsessed that is coming up this very week, I believe, in Los Angeles. It is going to be a blockbuster movie smackdown where all of my guests compete to see who is most obsessed with their chosen blockbuster. we got Mark Ellis, we got Aubrey Kearns, both visited the show, Phoebe Bottoms, Will Weldon, two great comedians. You can find me on all the social medias at Joseph Scrimshaw, and you can find me on the good old anchor station talking weird pop culture stuff at Head Cannon. And Jennifer Landa, who, of course, is going to be selling her Star Wars spec script, Leia and Alderaan, um, <laughs> where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Jennifer Landa, and my YouTube channel, where I'm going to be posting lots of Star Wars-related content, youtube.com slash Jennifer Landa. Absolutely. You can follow me at Ken Knapsack, also on Anchor at Daily Thrones. And don't forget the Knapsack Files is out there as well, where I, too, try to talk about things other than Star Wars, <laughs> Game of Thrones, and professional wrestling but it doesn't always succeed so that is it for now we love you guys you are here in the command shuttle with us and there's a lot more to come in 2017 and beyond just like the star wars universe itself we'll see you next time on force center Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.